As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome, everyone. This is Betty Ray, your host for the show called Ask an Archangel. And Raphael is right here waiting for your questions. And we love to hear from you. So please give us a call. And uh, text is what we do on this show. Text in your questions for the Archangel. And we will be more than happy to get the answers, and they come directly into my brain, and and I use my body to interpret them. Now, I also channel the Archangel, which is called trans-channeling, and that means that I go into a deep state of meditation and actually leave my body in my physical or my spiritual form and sort of hover in a little ball next to my my body. And Raphael fills up my body and speaks through me. Um, this is something you can catch on my video, my YouTube video, which is Ask Raphael Betty Ray. And you will see me doing this. I've done it once, and I probably will be doing it again. So last week, we had several people that were talking about meditation and, and how... Um, People have said that they're not sure what kind of a place they want to imagine in their in their meditative state when they want to go to a place that is what I always say, a, a beautiful garden or any beautiful place in nature, because nature is so healing that when we imagine ourselves there, we can also be healed because our imagination is so much more powerful than you would ever 
know. And so this is why Raphael talks about this is one of the tools of mastership. So we're here to become masters of the physical world. And so in a book that I began writing a long time ago on mastership, chapter one talks about the tools of mastership. And the very first tool that one he talks about is divine energy. Now, we've said this before that um, Raphael says that everything is energy. And that is uh, a scientific fact. It's all vibration and sound and color. That's what energy is. And everything that you see around you is vibrating energy. And I happen to have a marble sill on the window in front of me. It is actually vibrating energy, too, no matter how solid it is. So already we have a question from Wincy. Thank you for coming back, Wincy. I saw you last week. And so Wincy asks, how do we make the room in our minds to receive? That's always a good question because our minds are so busy that it wants to go here and it wants to go there and it has this question after that question. And the thing, the, the key thing, as Raphael says, is that you are, the first tool is that you are made up of divine energy. But the second tool is divine breath. And that's one of the ingredients for getting to that space within yourself without having all of your your mind's words just asking questions and, and feeling this and saying that, kind of shutting the mind up. And that's the divine breath. So that it's so important that you learn to do abdominal breathing, which goes all the way down to your gut and doesn't raise your chest or your shoulders. So many people, when they take a deep breath, what they think is a deep breath, it's a shallow breath. And it only goes just up to the top part of your lungs and never quite fills up the lungs because it's like a balloon. If you only filled up the very top part of the balloon where your mouth is, your balloon would be pretty puny. So you've got to really breathe to fill in that balloon all the way down to the end so that your stomach kind of swells up. So that's how you know because your lungs are pushing down the uh, that membrane that separates your lungs from the abdomen. And so that's how you know you're doing the um, the abdominal breathing. So that's one of the most important things. And again, these are the tools to enlightenment or to mastership. So divine breath is very, very important when you do this. So, And then the next tool that he talks about is knowing yourself. Now, you're, you're learning about yourself every day. You're learning what you like, what you don't like. You're learning who makes you angry, who makes you happy. They're learning what news you watch on TV, whether you believe it or you don't believe it. You're learning to come to people like me to get a new perspective from an archangel that actually speaks through Betty Ray. And so when he talks about know yourself, this is where he talks about keeping a journal, not a diary that says, I did this today and I did that today. No. It's more talking about how you feel about what happened today. What moved your energy to feel a certain way? And that's why when you come to us in this uh, in this radio show, you're telling us what you feel. And for example, Wincy, you talked last week, if I remember, I think you were on last week. Nope, it wasn't you last week. You must have been the week before. But it, you, you learn to listen to your own divine guidance. And that's where journaling helps you to make communication. And that's actually how I first communicated with Raphael was through journaling. 
I would talk to myself. I called my journal SOM, S-O-M in capital letters, and it stood for soul of me. And so I would talk to my soul. And as I was asking questions and pretending, pretending is the word that used my imagination, pretending that my soul was talking back at me, that's when I got a profound answer that I knew wasn't me talking. And when I asked who it was, I was given a name that was not familiar with me. And they said, and it was a they, because it turned out it was my soul and Raphael. I didn't know it at the time. They were very gentle with me and that they didn't tell me because because I was uh, raised in such a way as a Christian that to think that an archangel would talk to me was way above my grade level. <laughs> and so I had a hard time actually accepting that it was an archangel. And so here we are now, as, as you can tell, that, um, okay, I'm going to go back to, to your questions so I don't get off track here. So Joel is asking, can you ask your angel if he has any message to give me? Yes, I can. And I would much rather that you email me at angelbettyray, A-N-G-E-L, Betty, B-E-T-T-Y-R-A-E, at gmail.com, because I would rather give you a private message directly from the Archangel. This is not hard for you to do, and I will always answer your questions, in that, in that I will ask Raphael to answer your questions. So, But I will give you what he says, so give me a moment, because I am asking specifically for Joel. <sighs> All right, you have decisions to make. I see um, between this and that, and I'm seeing that you're weighing it. It's like I see a scales, and you're deciding which is the best thing for you to do. And what they're saying is you need to look at what it is you desire to create, what it is you hope to create through this decision. And when you ask for divine guidance, you're going to get a pull toward one of those directions. And it has to do with another person, they're telling me. And so you're trying to figure out how to have a, I don't want to call it confrontation, but how to have an, a dialogue, that would be a better thing, how to have a dialogue with this person so that you can get your point across without the person getting riled up and angry. Does that make sense to you, Joel? Okay, I'm waiting for Joel's answer, but I will go on instead. And again, please, Joel, uh, don't hesitate to call me. We can give you much more personal information and email me, and then, then we can call and have a phone consultation. And that, again, is Angel, A-N-G-E-L-B-E-T-T-Y-R-A-E at gmail.com. Very simple. Chantel is asking a question. If meditation takes you to a place you don't know, should you try to make sense of the place and try to find a place like it in life? That's a wonderful question, Chantel, because I would say yes, that sometimes you get a vision of, of what it is they want to give you. And a vision is so much more powerful than words, so that you get so much more from it. So if you get an idea of a place that you uh, are given out of the blue, it's not something you've conjured up, but it just kind of comes in a snap and it's out of the blue, 
you get a vision of that, you can always ask for more information. Don't don't just hang there. Ask, okay, clarify, please. That's the word you say. Clarify, please. And another flash of an inspiration will come to you. I'm getting what I call winged on this. You know how you get those gooseys all over? Well, when I'm giving information out and I get those gooseys, that tells me that this is truth. Pay attention to it. That when you get a vision of a place that you know actually exists, then you might want to drive there. But remember, we're still keeping social distancing. This is a time when the plague is still running rampant, and we cannot think we can escape it by just wanting it to be gone, because it isn't. Please, everyone, take caution. Wear a mask, wear gloves, and make sure if you do have to go out that you keep safe distancing. Stores are set up now to do that. And I remember going to Walmart's just the other day and they have the aisles set up so it goes one way so that you can stay five feet away from people. And I started down the aisle the wrong way and the, and a woman just kind of shook her head who was standing there. Not that she was telling me not to go, but she was thinking how ridiculous it was. And I clarified for her that I appreciated that and that I would not go the wrong way. I would follow that pathway so that I can do what I need to do in that big store and not have to worry about have somebody breathing on me and perhaps be carrying the virus even though they weren't sick themselves. Now I'm 85 everybody and I you know I'm in that category where people can be at sick from it but because I use all of the safeguards that have been given by the scientists I am sure that I will remain healthy. All right so I hope that helps you, Joel. Again, don't forget, you can contact me through my email, A-N-G-E-L-B-E-T-T-Y-R-A-E at gmail.com. And I will be more than happy to ask Raphael to give you more details. Now, Chantel, if meditation takes you to that place and you try to make sense of the place and you try to find a place like it in life, that is, if you even get the idea to do that, Chantel, it means that this is something you're meant to do. Otherwise, the idea wouldn't come into your head. You have to remember that ideas come in a flash. They are, uh, you can't, you you know, you, you have to find words to describe what the idea was. Even though the idea came in an instant, it may take 10 minutes to describe what it was you got in that one idea. So do pay attention to that. So when we do a meditation and I say find your your spot in nature that where you will feel most comfortable, where you will find the most beauty, that's individual. And we always speak of nature because nature is healing. And if you imagine yourself even hugging a tree, you will find that that actually energizes you. If you can go out and stand and hold a tree and just hug it, that tree has so much God energy in it that it will heal you. Give it a try. You'd be amazed. Nature is a healing gift from God. And that's why we want to protect our planet from pollution, because it's 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 destroying that natural energy that God gives through all of nature. It's a a constant giving and taking of energy for the planet. Paul is asking, lots of people are talking about breath. What do we need to know about breath? Well, first of all, that it is given from God 
Every breath you take is a gift from God, and it's called energy. Your breath is divine energy that it goes through your body, cleanses your body, and as you exhale, all of the debris that your body accumulated is is let loose. It's, it's an exhaust system. You breathe in fresh air. You breathe out stale air. And that helps to cleanse your body, and it also helps you to clear your mind. So deep abdominal breathing is essential to good health. Unfortunately, because I was a vocal music teacher and I taught people to sing, I learned about abdominal breathing and how essential it was to have a good singing voice using abdominal breathing. Unfortunately, I found the majority of people don't know how to breathe properly. And so we've always begin by teaching people how to do that. And the simplest way is to lay down on the floor, put a sheet of paper on your belly, and watch the paper move when you take a deep breath, because you won't be moving your shoulders, you will be breathing properly. Problem is, when you stand up, you want to take a deep breath, and you do it only where you raise your shoulders, you tighten up your neck, and you've only taken half a breathful, and if you were to do that too much, you'd faint. It would just absolutely take the oxygen away from your brain and you'd pass out. Then another way is to push your shoulders against a wall when you're standing up and pant. Because when you do (laughs) kind of breathing, you'll find your belly moves. And that's abdominal breathing. That is essential in learning to meditate and to get information from your guardian angel. And so pay attention. So again, use your imagination. Again, I repeat the thing that Jesus said, unless you become as little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And then he said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And it is truly within you. To be a child means to be trusting, and it means to have a playful imagination. You cannot have fear involved in your imagination. That's not a child. A child is trusting and playful. And so when you take a deep breath and let go of the tension in your body, and you allow your angels to give you visions, to give you ideas. If you have a pencil and paper in handy, you need to be able to write them down because they'll, they'll come to you fast and furious. So Paul is asking about breath. And this is what we have to say to you. Please, it's so important. Do abdominal breathing. And, and Joel says, thank you. It did. And I'm glad to hear that, Joel. Okay, so... If, oh, apparently you're talking about the information that Raphael gave you. But please, Joel, don't hesitate to call me. I do not charge. This is something that I quit doing quite some time ago. I do not charge anyone for any of the consultations that I have to give you, Raphael. And that's because at 85, I have determined I have been given so many blessings in my life. It's time to pay it forward. And so I no longer charge. People have trouble believing that. I'm on a pension, yes. I do not have a great deal of money income, but I have enough to live comfortably. And I don't need much. I don't do I do not like to shop. I hate shopping. And so I don't go to a beauty parlor except to get my hair cut. So, okay, so know again, you can 
give you can email me and set up a, a private consultation with Raphael. He will speak directly to you through me because I'm his scribe, his interpreter, if you will. And again, email me for an appointment at angel, A-N-G-E-L-B-E-T-T-Y-R-A-E at gmail.com. Okay, now I hope you're also paying attention to my YouTube video that you can find me and see this white-haired lady, what she looks like on YouTube. Look for Ask Raphael, R-A-P-H-A-E-L, and Betty Ray. And you can find many of the things that we talk about are, are talked in a video. Unfortunately, in those videos, I don't get a chance to get a response like I do in this radio show, which I love because you can actually ask me questions directly. So, Joel, I'm so glad that it did help you. But again, don't hesitate to contact me. So let's go back. We talked about Raphael saying that there were different things that are necessary to reach mastership. And the first one was to understand about divine energy, which is the master tool to understand that God is in everyone and everything, that nothing exists that is not God. And I'll remind you, if you haven't heard this before, that my husband, Joe, when I first met him, he said he didn't believe in God. And my thought was, well, this won't last very long with me being such a spiritual person. But it turned out that he was a spiritual person. What he didn't believe in was religion. And unfortunately, I have to agree with him that there are too many people that want to dictate to you what God is. And I hope you don't think I'm trying to do that. This is what I'm receiving from an archangel that tries to help us to know what is unknowable. We can't really know what and who God is. But anyway, so Raphael has talked about these the different things for mastership. And the first one is to understand divine energy, which is God. And the second one is to understand divine breath, which we just talked about. And the third one is to get to know who you are by keeping a journal, by, by writing down what you think and feel about things in life. Not what you did today but describing how you feel about what you did today because your emotions are so powerful. You have no idea how they rule your life until you pay attention to them. Now, the fourth tool is your imagination. Again, we come back to be as a little child and open up your imagination because that's how angels will contact you through your imaging of the pictures that they give you. And if you can't image a picture, like if I say a flower, can you image a flower? Does a flower come in mind? Please, all of you, do this for me. Picture a flower, even if you can't give a name to it. You can tell me what color it is. You can tell me if it is uh, many flowers on a stem or if it's a single flower on a stem. So do that right now and answer that. Joel, Paul, Chantel, will you do that now? Imagine a flower. And what is the first flower that comes to mind? I mean, I tell me what you see. There's so many different kinds of flowers out there, and even if you can't imagine it, I can name a few. So a jonquil and a daffodil are what come up in the springtime, and crocuses. If you live north, there's the first ones that push their way through snow even are crocuses. And then you have daffodils and jonquils that are usually yellow. 
So then there are roses in the summertime that are bushes, and some of them are just absolutely gorgeous. I tried to grow them, but I had no luck with it. They all they all died on me. So, okay, so tell me what you see. Joel, what kind of flower are you seeing? Can you tell us that now? Here he goes. He's typing. And Chantel, will you please tell us what you're seeing? Because you're talking about meditation. Now you have to be able to visualize. So when I see a flower, tell us what you see. Um, <laughs> Joel, Joel says, dead weeds came to mind. I think perhaps your angels are saying that when the weather is good, you need to get out in your garden and weed it. Do you see how that's what they showed you? That for your garden to grow, you have to take care of the weeds because it chokes out. And that's a symbolism of life. False ideas and, and scary ideas can choke out. They're like weeds in your garden of life. They can choke out the beauty and you no longer see it. And so use that as a symbol. Dead weeds come to mind. Well, in a way, because they're dead, that's a good sign because it means you've taken care of them. You've gotten the weeds out of your garden so your inward flowers can grow. Paul said, a sunflower. Well, I think you get a message right there, don't you? A sunflower. That says so much. I mean, think about it. If you were given that as a message and and you were given it for somebody else, like you were doing the work I'm doing, and somebody asked you for a message from your angel, and the first thing you saw was a sunflower, what would you say to them it meant for them, Paul? And you will get the message from your own guardian angel because that's how your angel talks to you. Now, Chantel says she sees berry bushes. What kind of berries are there? Well, if they're on bushes, they would probably be raspberries, I would imagine, because strawberries are close to the ground and little plants. So if they were uh, raspberries or blackberries, can you tell me which they were, Chantel? Because that in itself is a symbol. So you will be able to see that a raspberry is red, and red is a color that means power, and and it, it could be very important if you see it as red. Red raspberries are delicious. They're good for your body. All kinds of berries are good for your body. And so, Paul, your sunflower is telling you sunny days ahead. And Joel, you're telling us that your dead weeds are going to be plucked out of your mind's garden. Now, Chantel says they're little red balls on a bush. Well, those are probably raspberries. And those little red balls are absolutely delicious. And so imagine, all three of you now, Joel, Paul, Chantel, imagine that you are taking that um well, Joel's got dead weeds, so we can't talk about you, but you must have a flower by now. Okay, that you are, you've picked that sunflower, and Chantel, you've picked that berry, and you, you put the berry in your mouth, and you hold the sunflower to your face, and it will reflect the sun, Paul, and that is a symbol for you to look to sunny days ahead. And the berry bushes are looking for Chantel to have her um, should we say her physical needs met, her need for delicious food, her need for comfort food, because at this time when we're all knuckling down and living um, away from people by ourselves at home, it gets kind of lonely. 
And so that's why this is kind of nice to get together with you on a Tuesday at noon. So, yes. So imagine that you are tasting those little red balls on the bush, and they kind of make you pucker a little bit, but then they are so sweet. Now, you have to be careful of the little seeds because they can get caught in your teeth. This is how you use your imagination. You imagine what... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What it would feel like, what it would taste like. And if you do find yourself puckering, then good, you have opened up your inner senses. And that's part of mastership. You open up your intuition, which is simply your inner senses of sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. Now, there have been people that said to me that I know when my grandfather is nearby because I smell his pipe. He had he had such a sweet pipe smelling thing that she always remembered him for that. And so she, she told me she could smell his pipe. Well, then it was obvious that he was visiting her in that moment in time. And that was how he made contact with her through the sense of smell. So develop your inner senses, everyone, and you'll be surprised how much more information you will get. So here again, you're in... And your intuition and your imagination are essential in you making contact with, with your angels, because that's what you've asked me for, your angels, your guardian angel. And yes, last week, everybody has a guardian angel. But angels are not here to protect us. They're here to guide us. They're here to interpret the mind of God into translating words so we can understand the thoughts of God. That's what they do, because we could never really hear the voice of God. You know, it's not that burning bush. (laughs) It's not that thundering voice. No, it is just a flash of knowing. And that's called claircognizant, clear knowing. And clairsentient is clear sensing. It's that, you know, my gut tells me this. That's clear sentient. And that means that you are getting information through your gut, through your sense of feeling. Okay. And then clairvoyant means you are getting a picture. And that picture in your mind is how they flashed an idea because they say a picture is worth a thousand year- words. And so 
let's go on with that then. So these tools to mastership, imagination and intuition and deep meditation, that's number six. And then number seven is learning how to interpret the deep meditation, which is what we've been talking about right here. So that if Paul saw a sunflower, he might be saying sunny days are ahead for him. Things are going to look up. You're going to feel better. And Joel is being told that the dead weeds in his garden are going to help him to flourish the beautiful flowers of his imagination. And Chantal is having berry bushes that are bright and cheerful looking, and they are healthy, and they are filled with yummy tastes. So all of these things are how you talk to God and how God uses the angels to talk back to you. It sounds too simple. And yet, that's what God is, very, very simple. God doesn't want to make your life complicated. And so don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to to contact God and ask God to speak to you through your guardian angel. And if you get a thought that pops in your mind out of the blue, or you see a picture of something out of the blue, or like you saw a place that you might want to visit, but Again, trust that. It So often people get this wonderful um, idea and they don't know how to interpret it. So that's what the seventh tool is, learning how to interpret. And you do that by taking the symbolism of something. You look at the color of it. You look at what it might symbolize, like a sunflower obviously has to do with, with a sunny disposition or with something wonderfully sunny and bright happening to you or coming to you. You look at it that way. You interpret it that way. And so, again, Joel's dead weeds are that He's trying to weed out of his mind all of the ideas and fears and anxieties that cannot bear fruit, that cannot bring blossoms, because they will choke out those beautiful pictures. And so that's a wonderful picture. Even though you may not think it was, dead weeds are actually a wonderful way to say you are weeding out your garden of of beauty and goodness so it doesn't choke out those visions that you may get. And those weeds are simply your fear and anxiety that you can't do this, your belief that you're not good enough in some way. In fact, I just had a friend of mine ask my help in writing a letter for her because I type very fast so she could dictate it to me and I could help her write it because I did teach English and you know I do have a master's degree, which it kind of intimidates people, but it isn't that. It's what my purpose in life is for. I had to have that kind of education to be of service to teach my students in the in the public school. And so everybody has a divine plan for their life. And it might be advanced education, and it may not. My husband did not even have a high school diploma. And yet he was the top man in his field because he studied apprenticeships, and he was brilliant at it. And he was so good at math that he became the top of his field, but it had nothing to do with his education. So don't believe that you are good or bad, determined by other people's criteria. Don't go by that. Don't let anybody try to say who you are or judge that you might be lesser than who you are. God created you to be specifically 
what God designed you to be. Nobody else can do what Joel or Paul or Chantel. Nobody can do exactly what you can do because your guardian angel is working especially with you. And so trust that. Don't ever let anyone put you down and certainly don't do it to yourself. So these things are important for you to understand to become a master of your life. And that is to use those seven tools. Let's go back and look at them again. The first one is divine energy. That is the master tool to understand that everything that exists in the physical world is vibrating energy and everything that is God is vibrating energy. That's how God enters into our physical world. And so I'm looking at my seven chakra candles. I have them from a deep red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, which is simply a dark blue, and violet. And they are all lit. They are little little glass cups holding these candles. And I have them all lit. Plus, I have a big white candle that is lit. Candles do help us to meditate. So I always recommend that you have candles glowing when you want to try to meditate. Sometimes it's hard to get the world out of our head when we've got so many things we might be concerned about. But no, your concerns will block your ability to talk to your guardian angel. You really must try to let them go and know that divine energy will come through when you do that deep abdominal breathing. And then when you really listen to what your angels have to say to help you know more about yourself. And then when you get visions, when you get flashes of pictures in your mind, which is your imagination, when you get those pictures, ask your angel to help you interpret it. All right, Wednesday. Do the colors of the candles make a difference? No, I use white colored candles, but it just happens that I have them in those glass containers that are the different colors of the chakras to remind me that that's also energy. Those are the seven major energy centers in your body, and they glow like jewels in your body. And every night when you sleep... You leave your body and your, your energy centers are charged up by God. It's almost like everybody, even animals, have to sleep so God, God can charge up our batteries. And I find that just kind of tickles me that that's how God designed us all. We have to sleep so our batteries can be charged up and we can be a wind-up toy that keeps going for the next day. And I often wonder how I manage to be the wind-up toy because I hardly give it any sleep at all. If I get three hours sleep, I'm doing well. So Yes, the colors of the candles are not important. White candles are probably the best. Those scented candles can be distracting, so I don't recommend them. Get unscented candles and white candles, but you can have um, you can have them around you. Also, I recommend crystals like amethysts and rose quartz and clear quartz crystals because these, again, capture energy and help to raise your energy. So if you have a meditation room, you might want to have, uh, like I have a stained glass angel above my desk here. She's about oh, maybe three feet by two feet wide. She's got a navy blue dress on. She's got a huge halo, and she's got white wings. And I had a vision of this angel, and I drew a picture of her. And I went to a stained glass artist. 
showed them the picture and he created it for me and it's just absolutely gorgeous so any pictures that you might have of of your of god of jesus of the angels of the saints i have a statue of uh, saint francis of assisi to my right and his prayer lord make me a channel or an instrument of your peace where there is hatred let me sow love where there is envy pardon Injury, excuse me, where there is injury, pardon, where there is doubt, faith, where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, and where there is sadness, joy. And it goes on to say, O Divine Master, grant that I may seek, that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. And that was his prayer, St. Francis. So I have a lovely little statue. He, he has the, he's the saint of the birds. And so we need visuals as human beings. We need visuals. We need prayers. We need things like that. Uh, Andy says, those are words to a church song. Oh, yes, people have taken those that famous saying of, of St. Francis. And yes, I've sung it myself. And I have it. A friend of mine actually embroidered it. And I've got it framed above the picture of St. Francis of Assisi. And so we do need these reminders. And I have little angel statues all over because I so honor the angels for their job. They mostly often go unappreciated because most people aren't even aware of them. But they're there to protect us only if we ask for help. They are not allowed to interfere in our lives. And so... You have to ask your angel when you need help to understand something. You ask for their divine wisdom and their interpretation to help you understand what is going on in your life. And particularly when it comes to relationships, they can be such a roller coaster ride. Oh my goodness, yes. And so always ask your angels to help you in relationships because they will. They will give you ideas. That don't even have a picture. They just flash in your mind. And the idea might be to bring your loved one a flower, just for no reason whatsoever, but just to say, I love you. Sometimes an expression of love is just a touch on an arm and a look in the eye that says, I love you. Those are so important in relationships, in keeping them alive and letting people know you appreciate them and letting people know you value them. These are such important ways of communicating. And this is what's so hard with this social distancing, because we can't hug one another. We can't touch one another. And that is such a craving for us as human beings. So this is a trying time in this pandemic to stay that social distancing. And I know I've had friends that say, oh, I'd like to come and take you out to dinner or to lunch and I have to tell them, no, I'm social distancing. And I don't care if people have are unlocked and can be outside and do what they please. I happen to know from Raphael's wisdom that this pandemic is not done. And if we open up too soon, there will be another wave of it with more deaths. And so I listen to my guardian angel. I listen to Raphael 
who is my guardian angel, and he's an archangel. And so I honor and have honored him for many, many years as he has worked with me, and we have created many books. I do recommend to you to go to my webpage and get Letters from a Guardian Angel. You can order it there, and I will send it to you. And my webpage is Angel Betty Ray and Raphael, and I'll spell it A-N-G-E-L-B-E-T-T-Y, R-A-E-A-N-D-R-A-P-H-A-E-L.com. And you can go there and you can find out more about me and my background. And you can also order the books that are there. I have uh, a, a, a way for you to go to Amazon for my uh, two novels, which has been an amazing thing for me to do in my 80s, to actually write a novel and it to turn out to be a series. Book one ended up having an Amazon bestseller list and book two is out. I'm working on book three and four combined. So uh, this has been an amazing thing for me to do. I am in awe of it. And that's how God will use you. When you let go of the fear you're not good enough or worthy enough or smart enough or any of that baloney. <laughs> I had another word for it, but I don't want to use it on air. But that's baloney. You are whatever God inspires you to do. You are capable of doing it. And so rejoice and be glad in knowing you are an instrument of God in this world. You have been designed specifically to be what only you can be. And so rejoice and be glad in that. So any more questions? Any more questions out there? Because we are quickly running out of time. And so I'm open to that. So again, these tools of mastership are divine energy, being aware of divine energy. And the next thing is divine breath. Learn to breathe abdominally and do it by laying it on the floor, put a piece of paper on your, your stomach and see how your breath moves. And then try and do that when you stand up. And the fourth tool is to get to know yourself. Keep a, keep a running conversation with yourself and God, and you will begin to find out that you are much more than you believe yourself to be. And then the fourth thing is to use your imagination, to be like a little child and trust that, because that's how your angels talk to you, through your imagination. And then the fifth tool is to awaken your inner senses, which is your intuition, Everybody has it, just waiting there for you to awaken it, and so that you can begin to see things that are visions, and that's how so much of my work with the angels is through visions. So I'm more clairvoyant than I am any of the other things, but there's so many times when I know something, I don't know how I know it, but I know it's a fact, and that's how I get that information too. It comes in all of those inner senses. Learn to trust that, and then, first of all, learn to recognize that you're using it all the time, you just aren't aware of it. And then the most important thing also is this sixth step to mastership, and that's deep meditation. That's getting to a point where you get visions, where you have relaxed your shoulders, you've relaxed the tension in your body and your abdomen, you've relaxed the tension in your face, you've relaxed the tension in your hands, and you can do that by tightening things up 
and then deliberately relaxing. That's the way you can tell if you're tight in any area of your body. So get your body to relax, get your mind to relax, and don't allow it to judge anything that you see or hear, because then that is your judgmental self, and that gets you right out of the meditation, where you can't even you can't even see or hear what your angels have to say. So deep meditation is important. And the seventh tool is how to interpret it. And you do that by asking guidance from your guardian angel. Okay, you got this picture of weeds in your garden, right? And so those weeds are telling you you're doing a good job of weeding out those negative thoughts that keep the blossoms of beauty and of your mind from coming forth. So look for the good in everything. Don't look and say, oh God, I got dead weeds in my garden. What does that mean? No, don't look at it that way. Look for the good in it. If you had said you had a garden full of weeds, that would have been an entirely different story, wouldn't it have, Joel? But no, they were dead. That's wonderful. That says you are rooting out all your anxiety and your fears and your your discontent and your lack of belief in the power you have for your own good, your lack of belief that you're not able to verbalize what you need to verbalize, your lack of belief that you are a compassionate human being, that you never want to hurt anyone, that you only want good for everyone, even your enemies. You're a good person, Joel, and that is because you have very few, if any, weeds in your garden. I think that is just a wonderful thing. Now, people would interpret it negatively if you have a negative person that you are talking to. They would start lecturing you on all of the bad things that you they think you have. Don't let anybody do that to you. And certainly, don't let any clairvoyant or psychic ever try to tell you anything wrong with you. I remember uh, having a woman who came to me after she had been to a psychic, and the psychic had told her that there was a negative entity that was attached to her, and it was not only harming her, but her son. And that for a fee of I don't know how many thousand dollars, she would help her eliminate that entity. Well, when she left that reading, all she could hear was Betty Ray, Betty Ray, call Betty Ray. <laughs> so she called Betty Ray, and Betty Ray was very quick to inform her that no psychic would ever, with any integrity, would ever do that. And I see that we have my, I forgot to turn my phone off, so I'm going to go over here and turn it off. There we go. So I do hope that you do contact me and that you let me know how I can be of service to you. We have a whole six minutes left, so we are still here for more questions. This has been, I think, very good. I hope it's been helpful for you. We do, oops, we're already down to four minutes. Where did we lose that? Two minutes in such a hurry there. Well, I was turning off my phone, which I should have done before I even, okay, so, um, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to email them to me, angelbettyray at gmail.com. And it's A-N-G-E-L-B-E-T-T-Y-R-A-E at gmail.com. I am so happy to be of service to you. This is my joy. You are not inconveniencing me. If I am busy, I will return your call when I am not busy. And I am always open and receptive to be of service to you. This is what I have asked God to allow me to be 
is to be of service to God by being a channel for the Archangel Raphael. This is what I have been for over 50 years now, and this is what I shall be until I'm taken up to heaven. I know that's where I'm going, and I know that's where all of you, my friends, are going as well. You can count on it. So, any more? Uh, let's see. I hope I've answered all of your questions. Is there anything I haven't answered? We did see that there are, let's see. Okay, Joel got a message from his angel, and he said that helped him. And so, um, I do hope that you have a wonderful day and that you do still pay attention to social distancing. That if you do go out, please don't go to restaurants. That's just not a good place to go. And if you do go out, uh, take out food is okay. I go to a grocery store to get their, their rotisserie chicken. And uh, that certainly saves me a lot of time in the kitchen. So I do that. But wherever I go, I wear a mask and I wear those plastic gloves because I know that that virus is still alive and well and kicking butt. Oh, my yes, So many people are still dying. Don't believe this business that you can use some kind of pill that has been suggested by our president that will cure this because it's not true. Please, people, pay attention to the scientists, not to the people who wish it away. Those are just juvenile souls who want to go out and play, and they don't care what their mother says. It's raining outside. And that if they rain, if they go out in the rain, they're going to get wet. And they say, oh, I don't care if I get wet. Well, you could catch your death of pneumonia. Well, I don't care if I get pneumonia. So please. Jenny is asking, are you a religious person? Ah, no, I am a spiritual person. I honor all religions. I've studied world religions, and it has certainly told me that every religion is honored by God as I honor them. But I am not, I do not belong to any organized religion. I was raised in one. Josie is asking, did you take all these precautions before this came out? Of course not. Not before I knew about the virus. Once the, the scientist told me what was going on and said that it is important for social distancing and to wear a mask and gloves if you do have to go out, but to stay home, to stay confined. And that's what most wise people are doing. And with that, I'm told that I have one minute left and I do want to say thank you for coming. Please come back again. And don't hesitate to check in with me. We'd be more than happy to have a one-on-one with you. And that is angelbettyray at gmail.com. Please don't hesitate. I am here for you. I can give you a, a message from Raphael. And sometimes I even channel it directly so you can talk directly to the Archangel. Until I see you again next week, please stay safe. Please know that virus is very much alive. And it's just more people are going to die. I don't want to lose any of you to such a silly thing as a virus. So do take care of yourselves. Until next time, God bless each of you.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.